This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist, John J.P. Parker, are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And this is BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. Uh, Today, we are continuing our series on freedoms. Last time we talked about a freedom, uh, my brain just uh-huh. went completely kaput. Which freedom was it? Spiritual? No, personal? No, uh, religious? No, uh, friendship? Marriage? Freedom? Give us us free. We talked about freedom last them. time. One of the freedoms. Yeah, one of them. And we, yeah, one right? And right now we're talking about physical freedom. Give us us physical free. Um, you might think you know what we're going to talk about. You may think you understand the game right now, but you don't. So I'm yeah. going to just tell you that now. That's why I'm the GOAT and that's why BJ is BJ because... We got that game for you. Sir, what you thinking about when it comes to this physical freedom situation? Yeah, what I, what I think about when it comes to physical freedom is the idea that your body is doing what you desire. You know, sometimes we just embrace the fact that we have gotten older, things have changed, they don't work how they used to work, and so we just settle in. And I think today, you know, especially with large corporations and many entities that have profited off of us not having flexibility and mobility, like we need to talk about freedom. How do you get free physically? How do you, your physical body, how do you begin to grow in that? So yeah, so I look forward to talking about it today. Uh, JP, open us up in a uh, opening illustration just to bring some some light to the idea of personal freedom. Go ahead. Yeah, so I was training for a marathon last uh, 2018. The marathon was 2019. I trained for about four or five months. Mm-hmm. And I got to the point where uh, my body could make it far enough that I could figure out what to do once I got to the place where my body said I can't go anymore. I um, can't go no right, more. <laughs> right. And that's and that's me training. That's me, you know, being naturally athletic. You know, that's me, you know, have years is hooping and doing different things, right? You know, just feeling like I'm an athlete. Um, I barely made it. Uh, I barely crossed the line in enough time to actually get a medal. Uh, but I did have an injury that had, that took place while I got hurt, so, you know, while I was running. So, you know, for, it, I think it's a total of, uh, I don't know how many miles it is, 12, 13, 14 miles, whatever a half marathon is. And I got about halfway through, got an injury and had to limp the rest of the way. But there were people that were also running the marathon with me who did zero training, um, who just decided they were going to come just out. Run. I'm just going to show up to the marathon. Good yeah, enough. yeah. And I may be minimal, maybe very minimal training. Um, and needless to say, when I limped across the finish line, I didn't see, you know, a few of these people anywhere to be found. And then I just started getting pictures in my phone of people getting escorted off the course by the cart and the van that comes to say, Hey guys, you're not going to make it. And we got things to do. And people need to open these roads back up because there's people that need to drive on these streets and you're going to have to come with us. 
So these folks thought because of maybe past history or like myself being athletic to some extent or just feeling like it's just a run, it's just a race. Like, I mean, we just going, you know, it was, what's a couple miles or kilometers as they, as they call them. Um, and literally, there's probably nothing more embarrassing than being scooped up by a minivan saying, hey, uh, the race is over um, or it's about to be over and I'm just going to take you with me. Um, it's almost like playing basketball and getting dunked on. Uh, and then said person that dunks on you, their crotch is all in your face, and you can smell the musk from their uh, uh, testicles um, uh, as they dunk on you. That's oh, that's how it feels hey. when you run in a marathon and somebody comes to pick you up. I'm just saying. My God. I'm just saying. Oh my! I guess I I didn't, listen, I didn't know this was gonna go there. I think we get the point, right? It's good. Let me open up and uh, physical bondage, right? So this year, Vange and I have been married for 18 years. Um, we have um, three children and our daughter is um, close to being 17 now. Um, when Vange first got pregnant, you know, our first kid, so young, um, I found myself as she was you know, growing, the baby was growing inside of my wife, you know, and she was getting heavier and more visible. I find myself getting that same thing, right? And so- oh, look at you, you know, sympathy you, way. Nice yeah, guy. sympathy way. That's what it's called. I couldn't figure out what it was called. It's called sympathy way, right? And so, yeah, so she was going three months, six months, you know, nine months with a baby growing bigger. Um, I was growing every three months, six months, <laughs> nine months uh, with myself <laughs> getting bigger. With there no baby, go. right? She was going to have the baby. I just had to wait. And I never forget um, one day looking in the mirror, JP, and I was like, dang, like these jeans is really tight on me right now. Like those shirts don't fit anymore. Look at you fit um, thick in them jeans. Look at thick in them I thighs, BJ. I was thick, I was thick, right? And so I decided, oh, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish my story before you go in on me. So, I, so this this one this one thing happened. So I, I ended up jumping on the track. So I'm just gonna start running because all I knew at that point was to run. Um, shout out to the 45 day challenge. If you have not heard of it, make sure you check it out. Um, but I just knew to run. So I was running around a track and I heard a meet 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 meet. I heard a horn hmm. around the track. Okay, it was some people that we knew hmm. who were who saw me jogging around a track. And this is what they say, word for word, not lying, JP. They said, we weren't sure it was you. We thought it was a big booty girl. I was like, oh. Big booty girl. Ooh. All I need for my birthday is BJ and pink jeans. Okay? Oh, okay. oh, my God. All right. All right. Right? So I realized then, I was like, yo. I have, I have allowed myself. They do. They are disrespectful. But I realized then I was like, yo, I've allowed myself to enter physical bondage, right? Like I have entered this place where I've let myself slip and now I need to make a change and I don't know. So yeah, bro. So that's my first place of experiencing physical bondage. JP, give us a time since you got all the jokes. Give us a time uh, when you experience physical bondage. Go ahead. Um, I mean, listen, bro, I've never been a big booty girl, so I'm just trying to figure out like how on, I can follow that Come up on. with something that the people will actually benefit from. Come on, um, I was thick. Listen, I was just thick. That's all it was. I was a little thick. bit thick at the moment. Go ahead. All right. All right. 
I guess it gets to a point where in life, and this kind of will go about what I talk about later on, you just get to a point where you feel like because you used to be able to do something, you should still be able to do it. And, you know, I've never, I, I got high metabolism, so I haven't had to wrestle. There wrestle it is. With con- That's why you got the jokes. Go ahead. This is why you got all the jokes, because you have high metabolism. Go Carry on, JP. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, everybody ain't able. I mean, I'm skinny, though. So what do you want me to do? Nobody's afraid of me. I'm going to have to get bulky when my daughter gets 15. These are facts, bro. You already so they ain't going to tell you like that. Um, So uh, I I just get to a point where um, the, I don't, I'm not going to say when it was, but I uh, was Helping, you know, when you when when you're when you're on the the institutional plantation, and you know, you know, maybe you're part of a, a a church plan, and you know, every weekend you got to move stuff, and this has to come, and that has to go. You got to move the storage because you're you're renting a facility, or that's funny. Yeah, no, you huh? said okay. institutional. Okay. Listen, you said plantation, church plan. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, I mean, Jesse, go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know if it's too much of a difference, but um, so you know, you you get used to every weekend just having to move stuff, right? So I was, you know doing some things for this particular thing, uh, institution. And I had to lift like this ginormous, like speaker, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't that a regular, it was like a, a you know, big, 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 big speaker. Um, so I was like, no, I got it. You know, it's whatever. I went to lift that thing up. And when I got to the, the height before I even got to the height of the pool, you know, when you kind of doing a, like a, when you're coming up from the squat, like when you have the, but when you're holding up to the, like the, the, the bench press and you come up like a clinging jerk, not even a clinging jerk. Oh, uh, power cling? Power cling? Well, maybe it's just basically you, you have the weight, you're picking it up and you get, you straighten your back up and then you let it down, straighten your back up. So just imagine I'm doing that kind of motion. And before squat. I get kind of lunge. like a squat, but uh, no, not a lunge because you're, you're on the ground already and you come up with the weight in your hand, with the barbell in your hand or whatever. But anyway, so by the time I get from the squat position halfway up, I feel like these pains in my back, they just shoot through my back and Ow, literally my back, I, my neck bruh, in my back. I literally lost my, my breath. My, my breath literally left my body. I was, uh, 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 and I had never felt anything like that in my life. And I just assumed because I was a fit dude, I was like, oh, I got this. And literally I felt like my back fell off. Like it was just <laughs> like, like, like what just happened? And I didn't even know that your lungs and your back were so closely related that if your back has certain pains, your lungs just stop working. So I, from that point, realized like, hey, man, no He-Man here. You ain't never been He-Man. But don't just assume because at one point in time you may have been able to lift that, that you'll always be able to lift that. So, you know, lessons learned. Good, good, good. Yeah, so I I think this conversation around physical freedom is so important. Um, I read an article recently about how in the United States that it's estimated in the next five years that one and a half or 50% of all of people in the nation will be obese, right? And I think this this conversation is so important because what you realize about it is many people are experiencing a sense of um, physical oppression, right? They may just notice themselves changing and coming to these places where they're experiencing like, oh, maybe my body doesn't work like it used to, right? Because of age or time, or maybe it doesn't look like what it has been because, you know, I'm not sure of what it takes or I'm I'm just too busy to create that. And so I guess my first question to you, JP, is how is it that, or what do you think keeps us as a nation or as a people in a physical bondage, where we are in bondage physically. Go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why the guru with the 45-day challenge is that hey, me. I should be listen, interviewing you right now. I don't I'm, understand. Listen, 
We're going to alley-oop because we both coaches. Go ahead, man. You do the same thing. Go ahead. You Go right. ahead, JP. Go ahead. So I think one of the things is, you know, this is kind of funny, sad, or whatever, but uh, I have a story. There's this girl uh, I used to know. Um, at one point, <laughs> go ahead. And, she, and so she said uh, she was trying to get thick, right? Because she was skinny. She was a skinny girl, right? So she said she started eating all this stuff and doing all these different things. And it got to the point where she's like, okay, I'm thick enough. And she couldn't get the weight to go away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, bro, go, JP. I wish I was lying, bro. Go but like, ahead. that's literally what happened. The girl was go like, ahead. she was just like doing go her ahead. thing, doing her thing, getting her thick on. Everything was all good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> and then she looked up and she was like, "Oh shoot!" Like, okay, that's it. Let me let me let me pump these brakes real quick. And by that point in time, I think I don't know if her metabolism had changed or like she had just you know augmented her body in such a way, or maybe her you know the way her you know if you're. Trying to lose weight, a, a, a nutritionist will tell you you don't starve yourself because your body will go into starvation mode and then you'll gain more weight and hold the water weight, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what she did to her situation, buddy. But it went from skinty minty to, you know what I'm saying? It was, she did it. She, she achieved her goal. She uh, achieved her goal. And she went from looking like a toothpick to a booty do. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So for those of you who are familiar with the booty do. <laughs> yeah, stomach stick out more than booty do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, that's that's crazy. Yeah. So it so it's interesting that you that you're saying that like the idea of people had a body goal and that, you know, they tried something and they realized they were stuck. So I think that in a lot of ways, uh, JP, we kind of grew up with a certain way of eating, right? So we grew up with a certain meal. So I grew up eating spaghetti. Every week, one of my favorite meals is spaghetti because my mother made it every time. Um, or you grew up eating chicken like this, or you grew up eating this thing. You never change that diet, right? You may have added some things. You may have added some sweets. You may have added some certain restaurants, like you know, uh, certain chicken restaurants um, that is large corporations where you know there's giving out white blessings. You may have added that. Ah, that's what you're doing. I see you. Uh, uh-huh. You may have. You may have added that to what you've always done. So that's why it's shocking to you when you see changes that you've never seen before. But I think one of the challenges that we see, and the reason why it's challenging, is the corporations have added their own things as well. Right? So those businesses that produce those things, they have added chemicals. (laughs) They have genetically modified it. Um, They have added steroids. They have added antibiotics. And now you're still eating the same meals, the same things that you've always eaten, but now you're eating them with chemicals. Now you're eating with with antibiotics. Now you're eating with steroids. And for the first time, it's made it even more challenging for you to see transformation in your body. And so I think that one of the greatest challenges to physical transformation is the fact that we are very ignorant and unaware of how corporations, again, I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist, facts. of how corporations have benefited from cheapening the um, value of the ingredients and costs. And then now, because they don't cause death, now they create obesity, right? So that's one of my observations is like, we don't even know that this is a real part of why we get into physical bondage. Anything else, JP? Um, yeah, you say I think... Yeah, and I think um, what you're saying leads to an idea of 
like ignorance, right? Like food ignorance. I used to give people a pass, but I'm like, you know, I don't know how, like what you do, what I've done in life to realize like, yo, if I just educate myself about things and I just learn things, again, some stuff, I'm not going to pretend like, you know, I just got it all, but some stuff people had to hit me to, some people giving me information, you know, stuff along that nature. But when you get a piece of information, I think it's on you to kind of dig a little deeper, right? So I'll say this. Mm. Um, I found out that I was an old negative blood type, right? Don't come for me. Don't ask me to donate the blood. I ain't got nothing for you. I need my own Can blood. I get some of that blood from you? Blood? You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'll give you some, I'll give you some blood. Um, I used to give it out all the time. Um, but so what happens is, once I found out what my blood type was, I started kind of digging into like, oh, what is this thing? And so it led me to a book called Eat Right for Your Blood Type. Hmm. And this book told me, gave me the instruction that, hey, because of your blood type, you don't need to eat certain things. And the book breaks it down to good for you, uh, neutral stuff, and then stuff that's bad for you. And I come to find out that, oh, catfish, one of the, one of the black man's kryptonites is something that I do not <laughs> need to eat. I mean, that's, listen, there's plenty of men that I know personally who <laughs> got in the wrong like relationship catfish, because catfish somebody nuggets. made some bomb catfish. That's all. I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm going to just leave it at that. You stupid. I let, I'm just telling you, I know you many a man. black man's kryptonite. I know bro. many a man who have been captured because Anyhow. a woman, a woman <laughs> made him a bomb catfish plate. And he's just like, I love you. You're you. stupid. Ladies, if you're listening, make sure you fix that catfish. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you want to keep, if you want to keep that man, Go make ahead. sure he's not all negative and can't eat it. But Go ahead. so the book was just full of like tidbits on like, you know, like I said, things that were good, things that are were beneficial, whatever the case may be. And I found out even to the point where I used to always have like a certain reaction when I ate like uh, foods that had like citrus acid in it, you know, whether it was candy, whether whatever, just something about that citric acid just come to find out. Citric acid is one of those things that I don't need a lot of because I have, it's toxic to my body. So anyway, sunflower seeds, just a lot of stuff, stuff that I was just eating and consuming. And so high blood pressure, diabetes, this, that, and other thing comes from how you eat. And so once I learned like what I was and wasn't was supposed to eat, I was like, man, it would be on me and irresponsible of me to continue to do what I've been doing. You know what I'm saying? And so what I say, what I mean by like food ignorance is like, yeah, like some, some things we don't know. But that doesn't mean we're exempt. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't get a pass for not taking care of ourselves, you know? And so once we know, once we understand, once we get a feel for what's going on, then we have to take that next step into ensuring um, that we're as healthy as we can be. Good. I love that. It Just pause very quickly. If you are listening to this podcast and you enjoy BBU Nation, would you do us a favor? Would you pause for one second? Would you hit that subscribe button? Would you leave us a review? And would you share this podcast episode with five people who would benefit from hearing about um, physical freedom? All right. So let me just say, especially as we start making this thing, if you if you are interested in listening to this, you're saying, man, this is very interesting and very challenging. I think, JP, you made a point about thinking that things just run in our family. And so we think, oh, I, you know, heart disease just runs in our family or high blood pressure just runs in our family. And what I realize as I work with clients through health transformation and coaching is that really the way that you prepare food and the traditions that you have because of your genetics actually promote high blood pressure, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it doesn't just run in your family. It's that because of your specific genetics and your tradition of your diet that's being passed on, your family is specifically being impacted in a certain type of way. We just big boned right? We just big boned Right? So I think that one of the things as we talk about this is 
we have to be just as serious about reevaluating our traditions as we are about getting healthy, right? So there could be things that have happened in your life and it's like, we just kind of do it like this. This is what makes me feel good. When you're not paying attention to understanding how your body works and when you're not paying attention to the impact of certain, you know, citruses and things based off your specific genetics, then now your food tradition itself can become a place of bondage as as opposed to a place of freedom, right? So I think, especially as we transition into what can we do um, healthfully, I think you have to be willing to just as much unlearn um, and relearn food as you are anything else, right? So part of physical bondage is not just working out, going crazy, you know, running around the track and your friends see you and they say they got you, you got that booty do, right? Because you gain the sympathy way, mm-hmm. right? Part of physical freedom is being willing to just as willing to unlearn and relearn what you think food is and understand how it impacts you. And I think when we do that, we can create new traditions that now speak to the well-being of our bodies. Come on, JP, what are some other things that we can do um, to gain physical freedom, especially as we begin to wrap up um, in this episode? Go ahead. What what else can we do to gain physical freedom? You can't be afraid to get outside. Um, I know there used to be a thing in the Black community. And sorry if you're not part of the Black community because I don't uh, have no... Go outside. Hold the door. You're letting my good air out. That too. Uh, air conditioning we, the whole outside. Go ahead. That reminds me. We, we used to have to stay outside all day in the summer. Now all these kids day. Water hose. Right. Right. Yeah. You know how terrible it is to drink out of a hot water hose? Like all the chemicals that are going in your body, bro? Man, it's, if you're thirsty, it, it worked, bro. No, nah, listen, I, I've drunk from all the hoses. All I'm saying is that <laughs> our parents didn't love us enough and grandma didn't love us enough to do the research and say, you know what, should I be letting him drink out this hot rubber hose right now? But anyway, they love this. They love this. Anywho, um, go ahead. So just this idea of like, you know, remember, remember when black women couldn't go to the gym because they would sweat their perms out? Yeah. Remember they used to have braids and they only worked out when they had braids because they, yeah. they couldn't afford to, you know, mess their hair up. Okay. Um, so now that everybody's natural, get outside, bro. Mm. Go on a hike. Uh, go, go, you know, uh, on, run around your neighborhood, you know, find a, a track if you need to get off the, if you got bad knees and you can't run on the concrete. Uh, most high school, junior highs with, with tracks, they're usually open to the public um, when, when school's not in or whatever the case may be. You know, be safe, social distance, it's COVID out there. Um, but you, you got to get into the habit of doing those things and then you start to like them, you know. Um, and you don't have to run a marathon. If you just get out 30 minutes to, you know, 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes every other day, you know what I'm saying? Your body will thank you, you know? And it's, again, even if you want to lift and get a little stronger, you ain't got to be He-Man, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it doesn't have to be like competition. It doesn't have to be I'm trying to get swole. It's just a matter of just, I want to be healthy. Um, so get outside, man, and, and be safe. It's a lot of stuff going out in the world. Don't go by yourself. Be safe. Good, good. Yeah, I think another thing that I would say application-wise is you need accountability, Right. I think that a lot of times we try to do this and many of us are not self-starters and we start it and we quit before we do it. This is why the 45 day challenge, if you're listening again, um, we created a program. If you visit 45 day, the number four, five day transformation dot com. And we've created a program that gives people the accountability. Right. Not just giving you the information that you need, but the support that you need in order to be successful. Right. Um, and I think that when you don't have a sense of accountability and you don't have a sense of inf- a new information, 
then you are going to fail. You're not going to have freedom. But again, practicing that, creating that, JB, I love what you're talking about, creating rhythms of normalcy to where it's not weird for you to look at your Saturday and think about running or think about going on a hike or just getting outside or walking you know, one of those belt lines, right? It's not weird. That's just a part of the flow of life. And that's how you begin to gain physical freedom. Anything else, JP, as we wrap up um, that could be helpful for our audience as they begin to try to gain physical freedom? Just remember, everything's a mindset. You know, you can't because you believe you can't. Um, And so whatever your goals may be, gaining weight, losing weight, uh, getting toned, just eating healthy, just not eating grease, just stop supporting these uh, these fast food companies that don't care nothing about your arteries. Like it's it's all a mindset. Like you can you can eat different. You can you can go vegan if you want to, or vegetarian if you want to, or eat good meats, healthy meats. There's probably none according to uh, to BJ. But just you know, there's, Get out of here. You, don't, you don't have to eat the way your grandmama made, told you to eat. Everything don't have to be fried. Everything doesn't have to be you know, uh, uh, tastes like sugar. You know what I'm saying? You, you seen the meme out there? It's like Kool-Aid. Is it water, Kool-Aid, sugar? Is it sugar, Kool-Aid, water? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to, the mix doesn't matter. Just stop drinking it, you know? And, and again, you can't because you say you can't. Good. Love it. Love it. Yeah, so if you're listening and you're saying, man, I want to begin to practice physical freedom, again, make sure you visit the 45-day challenge. We create crafted a very simple but practical um program that helps people all over the world um, transform their physical health. If you visit 45daytransformation.com, you can register for our next challenge um, and you'll be able to be partnered with a partner and you'll be able to also go online and see some of the results. It's very compelling. So it's one of the practical ways you can get involved. Uh, JP, what else can people do? So let's just say they want to get help. What else can people do in order to start getting the practical help for their specific journey? Yes, sir. Website, buildabetterus.com. You change the link. So it's, it's get involved still, or is it, what is uh, it now? Programs, uh, yeah, get programs, get involved, and you find yourself a life coach. Um, I'm going to just let you know right now, it's 2020, and uh, <laughs> my rate's going up. I don't know. I don't know. I just, uh, but it's there. There's other people besides myself. Yeah. All I'm saying is that I'm at a point in life where folks don't take this for granted, and I've been encouraged by the people to, to become exclusive. So if you want to mess with your boy, just be ready. You know what I'm saying? You got into August. After August, it's 2020 rates, baby. Yeah, I'm just saying. Saying. But you can go there and we got life coaches. We all ready for you. We're here to help you. We got you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because our job is to help you become a better you. So that we can become a better us. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.